Hello, this is Pastor Kong Hee. I want to thank you for joining us on our podcast. I pray that you'll be blessed in Christ, encouraged by the Word, and experience an encounter with God. Remember, knowing God and being known by Him is the greatest pursuit of life. Enjoy the message. Dr. Bernard, you, you talk about um, uh, peace and you talk about strength. You, you know, a lot of people here in Asia, even many of my members, I think it's pretty much similar anywhere in the world right now. Many have been sick. Uh, some in the region have died. Some of my pastor friends I've known for years have died in Indonesia. Uh, many, many are out of jobs. Their future looks bleak. Their dream is gone. They have, they have to downsize. Some of them have lost their mortgage. So it's a very difficult time. What would you say in a practical level? Because someone watching this interview, they said, I'm not Dr. E.R. Bernard. I, I, I'm not that strong. <laughs> how, 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 do, how can a normal Christian, a normal City Harvest member, get that peace and the strength that you talk about? I'm not an abnormal Christian. <laughs> Don't get it wrong. I'm just as normal as everyone else. Because we all go through this. And in times of despair, in times of tragedy, loss, going through the grieving process, we look for hope. And hope becomes the anchor of our soul. And hope is a positive mindset, a positive state of thought and feeling and emotion that comes from positive expectations. And you can only have that when your hope is anchored in God. You don't look at the circumstances the way you would without hope. In uh, Romans chapter 4, it talks about Abraham, that he considered his own body. He considered that of his wife, Sarah. He considered the circumstances and situations, the realities of life. But it says he hoped against hope, which means when there seems to be no hope or things seem hopeless, he chose to believe and have faith anyway. Wow. And that becomes an anchor, the character of God, his immutability, his consistency in relationship to his covenant and his promises. And please understand when we use the term anchor, an anchor is designed to keep you within a certain radius, it doesn't exempt you from the storm. Wow. You're tied to the anchor, which is down. You're still on that water, in that boat. The storm, the waves, the wind, everything is hitting you. The anchor keeps you from being carried away by it. The anchor keeps you within a certain perimeter of experiencing it but it keeps you centered where you should be so that you don't get carried away by it. So the anchoring of our soul does not exempt us from the tribulations, the trials, the realities of human experience, but it keeps us within a safe perimeter of trust and faith in God. Doctor, during this time, many people feel uh, isolated, and lonely. 
what would you say to people that are struggling with a sense of lostness? Like, how would you advise your own members in your church to keep on their, uh, growing in their spiritual walk and their faith? How, what do you say to them? Well, I, it's a matter of how you utilize this time. Yes, we're humans. And as human beings, we are gregarious. We are social beings. We need physical touch, hug, interaction. When we separate or are separated, we should use that time for introspection. We should use that time to explore our interior life and begin to examine the weaknesses and the strength that exists within us and go to work on those things. Begin to build those things up, begin to talk to God, elevate our minds and our sense of being in relationship to God. So we're not really alone. When Jesus said, lo, I'm with you always, it expressed two things, proximity and participation. Proximity in that he would be there, present with them. But he wouldn't just be present, he would participate. He would be actively involved in their life, in their situation, in their circumstances, in their growth and development. So there are times that God separates us and uses the circumstances and situations to get our attention so that we listen to him and experience him in a way that we cannot and will not in an environment of busyness. And boy, the world is busy. We are in such movement and such activity that it takes discipline to slow down and to take time because we allow very little margin for that type of introspection. So COVID-19 put the brakes on everybody. <laughs> it began to teach us what we could live without, what we didn't really need in life, and reduced us to the essentials. It reduced us to what was really important. What do you think is important then? Our relationship with God first, family, the people who are most important in our lives, that we can find ourselves neglecting the richness of those relationships and building and strengthening those relationships. Things that we have put on hold that we wanted to achieve or accomplish and couldn't, we can begin to think about because we don't have all of the other distractions that tend to slow the process of achieving the things that we want to achieve. You see, I've got a positive mindset on this. I've got a mindset with positive expectations because I live in the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is not only the rulership of the totality of my life as a servant to Christ, but it is a way of seeing and experiencing life. It's a comprehensive way of seeing life that informs my words, my thoughts, my motives, my actions, my attitudes, my choices. So I'm experiencing the kingdom in a new way, in a deep way, in a way that is detached from all of the distractions. Doctor, what will you say to someone who is watching this interview and who has lost a job, lost the dream, lost a lot of finances, lost a career? 
What, what do you say to a person like that right now? Yeah, I will say to them that they are probably in a place of grief. They're grieving a loss. And there are stages that we go through. It's called the five stages of grief. We all experience that grief differently. So don't let anyone tell you how you should grieve, how long you should grieve, but do help you work through it, walk through it. Jesus said, in the world, you will have tribulation. He was letting his disciples know that they will still have to deal with the realities of life, sickness, disease, death, loss, failure, success, joy, sadness. All of those realities of life will be their reality. But he said, be of good cheer because I have overcome the world, which means that in spite of the realities that they have to face, God is still present and he's going to do something about it. And what they need to do is pay attention to discern his hand, his voice, his movements. 